praise the Lord. We thank God for tonight again, the second day of our communion preparation. And we thank you for your gatherings in your homes. We ask that the Lord will bless you and keep you and cause his grace to be abundant to you in these days. Tonight we want to briefly share on the issues we started with the Lord laid on our hearts. Very important words we speak. And so we will continuously watch on these things so that we leave and become careful in the ways that we speak day after day concerning our lives and concerning the lives of others. Tonight we want to continue where we left off. And I would say that under the main theme, which is where we speak, I just want to share a few things and pick a few scriptures, uh, different scriptures, and to say that the seriousness of words we speak are such that it should never be taken for granted. Therefore, we need to be very mindful about the words we speak. As we walk with God, I notice God is pointing a lot of things out, all to perfect and to mature us in the way we ought to walk with Him. So when we come out with some of these things, brethren, I want to say that we just don't come out like that. They are inspirations from the Holy Spirit to help us walk better with the Lord. Words that are spoken, they live forever. And if they are not good words, they will enhance and affect the individuals for a long time. I know families have lived under certain cases because of things that were said against their families. And sometimes they go in such a way of affecting them to the first, third, second, the first, second, third generation until God shows mercy for something to be done. So we cannot take words for granted. So, Lord, help us. Let this not just be as one of those, but let it transmit in the power of the Holy Spirit so that your words will be permanent in our hearts and in our mouth we may speak the right words in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Let me quickly turn you to the scripture that most of us quote. Let me say that the scriptures are not just meant to be quoted. It's good to quote scriptures, but scriptures are meant to be lived. We must live according to the scripture. Strictly. 
There is this scripture that I hear a lot of people say it. Men of God have preached and preached and preached over it. Thank God. But tonight I want you to have a second look at it carefully. Tonight I will be... Yesterday we spoke a lot. But because we have so much to talk about, I will not be able to recap. But I believe that those who were around, those ways are still staying and very strong and will live with you forever. As long as you live in this life. In the name of Jesus. This scripture that I've heard many people preach, preach from. Proverbs 18.21 Tonight I would like for you to take a proper look at this scripture. And let's see what God has for us. This is the word of the Lord. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruits. Praise the Lord. Death. People die because of what other people said to them. People die because of what they said to themselves about death. The tongue was made in such a way that it will carry the principles of God's nature, which is power. So when words are spoken, they are spoken with power. Even if it does not happen immediately as you say, the truth is this, it will happen someday. Hallelujah. Jesus had gone out with his disciples, walking, and saw a fig tree that had very blossoming leaves. And so Jesus, wanting to have some fruit, and seeing that the leaves were so green, indicating that it was a tree that should surely have some fruit on it went to the tree. As we continue to speak carefully under this subject of words we speak. Tonight, I want to speak that aspect of the seriousness of words. Now Jesus... Come closer to the tree. Expecting to see fruits because of the way it was looking. Does not speak, does not see any fruit. So Jesus was so disappointed. 
And immediately, Jesus spoke to the tree and said, You shall not bear fruit anymore. Die. They left. The following day, Jesus coming with his disciples, passing the same route, they saw the tree was dead. One of his disciples said, See, Master, what you said to this tree has come to pass. And Jesus used that to explain that if you speak something from your heart without a doubt, it can go to such an extent of removing mountains to become flat. Brother, where are serious things we should learn not to play with them anymore? So when I hear God say, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. May I say, under your tongue is power. And those who love that power will eat its fruit. And the fruit could be life for you. Hallelujah. Brethren, many have died because words were spoken. I used to have a great, great, great grandmother. One that, as far as I could remember, we all came from her. She grew for a very long time. I remember when I was a child, child, now five, six, I still remember. She was very smallish. She was walking with a walking stick. She was over a hundred. And she used to say something. When anybody disturbed her, she simply said, Go in the light and darkness should never catch up with you. Child of God, some of us have been ensnared already. By words from our own mouth. And tonight, as we look into the scriptures within this short moment of time, I want you to take note and be careful. I say be careful. And bless yourself by the word of the Lord. So that the power in the word of the Lord and the power in your tongue will let it come to pass. 
Hallelujah. We need to watch these things carefully. You know, yesterday I made mention of what Jesus said to the the people of the Pharisees, the scribes, and those people from Matthew 12. We read from the 34. I read it again, and let me just do a quick one. To 37, he said, Brood of vipers, how can you be in evil? Speak good things. May I say, an evil man cannot bless you. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of, uh, out of evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you, that for every idle word men may speak, they may give account of it in the day of judgment. Praise the Lord. The verse 37 says, For by your words you would be justified, and by your words you would be condemned. Let me go to the 36 and take 37 and say a few things. For I say to you, now anytime Jesus spoke and said things such as, I say to you, he's only saying that emphatically what I'm telling you is coming to pass. That for every idle word men speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. That's quite pretty serious. Meaning that none of us will go scot-free by things we said in this life that we took them for granted. We would have to stand in judgment to explain why those ways were spoken. Because the Lord Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father deem words as serious things that ought not to be played with. Therefore, if I were you, even as we are sharing together in the presence of God, Begin to pray in your heart and ask the Lord to help you. That from this moment of your life, as we dealt with in prayer yesterday, that words will be removed, words that are standing against us, words that are in action already, maybe by people who are dead and gone, as we prayed yesterday. We want to start on the clean sheet.
Because what we are going to be saying from now on, equally, we would have to come and justify it before the Lord. And then one thing that is also clear is that we are ensnared by the words we speak. Meaning that you are restricted and bound by what has been spoken either by your mouth either by your by somebody's mouth. So we are going to learn to be alert and to not allow people to speak. One experience I will never forget in my days that I was working for KLM I remember someone came under the guise of a prophet and I had had very serious and tough times in my flight handlings and I had even lost a very trusted staff member. He came to me and said he wanted to talk with me because the Lord had a word for me. I thank my God for the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord was so clear to me that suffer him not to speak. Because we don't have time, I will not be able to go into details, but long and short of it is that finally I met with him eyeball to eyeball. And then I said to him, you say you are a prophet, God sent you to me. He said yes, and he was about to speak. I said, please, hold it. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. It was not my instruction or any wisdom. No, no, no. And I just said to him, hold it. Did God tell you that? I'm also his servant, even though I work, working for KLM. I didn't even wait for him to say yes or no. I said, when I said that, and I said, but God never told me that you were coming my way. And so, may I ask you to do me one favor. Would you go back and tell the Lord that I refuse to listen to you. And that if it is he who sent you, he should inform me humbly. I ask that God will tell me. And then he will tell you back to say, I have spoken to him. Come back. Go back to him. And I will receive you. And then I turned and I left. I was not sure. Even though I had said that. Natural man. Natural thinking. As I applied that. Instead of still. Flowing. So somehow. In the course of the following day. I was just thinking. Is he coming? Is he coming? And he never showed up. I have stories I can tell you that involves even myself because I got involved. 
When somebody was, was spoken by so-called, was spoken to by a prophet that said, it is good that you have come to our prayer meeting. There is death hanging on your neck. And that sent the spirit of fear into the individual's heart. And nothing could change that. Words, brother, pray in your heart that God will help us to start, if I may use the word, behaving as children of God. Words are important. Words are serious because they carry power. So, when Jesus said every idle word, Jesus was making it clear that, listen, we created you in the image where your tongue will carry power. Don't abuse it. I have also been a witness to somebody that was declared you cannot take a seat. And the person said I will take a seat. The doctors are the ones who said to her. She said I will take a seat. Lord I thank you for this child in my stomach. Lord, I bless you. It took many years. But it came to pass. She had two children. Child of God. Words. Do you remember a woman whose womb was locked? By the Lord. According to scripture. In the desperation of prayer. This woman was asked by a man of God, Are you drunk to be behaving the way you are behaving? And the Bible said, The woman said, I am not drunk, but I'm a woman of a sorrowful heart. If God will give me a child, this is why you've seen me so desperate. I will take that child back to God. When the man of God heard it, said, may the Lord grant your request. The woman took that word, went home. Why I say she took that word is that the Bible said she never was sorrowful anymore. And out of it she took a seed. And the major prophet that we always talk about came from this woman by name Hannah. Child of God. Words are important. Bless your children. Bless your wife. Bless your husband. Bless your church. Bless your pastor. Your pastor. 
There are a few women in our church. I thank God for them. Every time they called me, they spoke so beautifully that I can't thank God enough for you. I don't have any word. I only preach what the Lord gives me. Pastor, the things you are speaking to us, God bless you, eh? And when they release those things, I know for sure I am blessed. Those of you who are praying for me, I know some of you, you have made it your duty to pray for me. I can only say that God of heaven reward you. Brethren, it's about time. We spoke good things about one another. Even when they don't know. Because words are powerful. If you sit at home and say, May the Lord bless this man. As you release it, it shall happen. I know that sometimes some of the things that by the grace of God I'm able to say, I know that it is because you are speaking on my behalf. You are releasing words of blessings. And they are coming to pass. I have been through a lot in my life. But I also can tell you that God has watched over the words of many. That's why I'm standing tonight. And some of you as well. You are standing tonight. Because good things have been said. Prayers have been made. On your behalf. In the second day of our communion. May you release blessings on somebody. Do you remember what God said? If somebody even releases a word that is not good, a curse, and he has no business to do it, the Bible says that you shall condemn any tongue that shall rise against you. For this is the heritage of the children of God. This is the right of the child of God that Nobody's mouth should cripple you. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I want to say to you, a child of God, let's begin to think very deep and let's begin to fill our hearts with the Word of God so we can release things concerning our nation. Concerning the unbelievers. So that they may be saved. Concerning our children. So that they may grow up to take the mantle of righteousness, holiness and power. To do what is right in the name of Jesus. Let me say this to you. Proverbs chapter 12. Verse 13 and 14, and then I will read the 18. 
The wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips. But the righteous will come through trouble. Hallelujah. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of the man's hand will be rendered to him. Praise the Lord. In the verse number 18, there is one who speaks like the piercing of a sword, of a sword. But the tongue of the wise promotes health. If I may start it from this one. Some people get sick with all kinds of infirmities because some people spoke piercing like somebody using a sword to pierce you. There are people, let me be honest with you, there are people I see whose words are so piercing. I stop that in the name of Jesus. Child of God, don't be a part of that. But the tongue of the wise, in other words, the righteous, promotes good health. All church members, you will not be sick of COVID-19. The Lord will protect you. No vara will come to you. You will be sustained. Even if you don't see and you don't know and you enter any place, may you be covered by the blood of Jesus and by the hand of the Lord. I pray for all of our church members in our temple and in all the branches. We will not hear bad reports. I say this by the power of the tongue in the name of Jesus. By the privilege given to us. So that you will live to fulfill what is the mandate of God over your life in the name of Jesus. Bible says in the verse number 13 the wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips because he's an unbeliever and let me be honest with you any unbeliever is classified as a wicked person and that wicked person is already entangled Tied up by his own words. We can't thank God enough for Jesus who redeemed us from that state of darkness. To the right standing with God. But the righteous will come through trouble. May I say, and I rejoice. When trouble is looming. Around the righteous, he will sail through. Because words spoken by other saints in prayer will deliver him. Don't we have a witness of that? Herod was so pleased to have killed James. 
when it was time for Peter and he has been captured, the saints went to prayer. Their words went to heaven. And God watched over their words and released Peter to such an extent that Peter himself thought he was dreaming. May we cultivate the learning tongue. Learning from scriptures to speak things right. The righteous will come through trouble. Oh, the righteous people of God. Come out of all the troubles we are going through. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and sustain you. Verse number 14. A man will be satisfied with good good by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of that man's hands will be rendered to him. Praise the Lord. If I look up that in NLT, one of my favorite versions. Wise words bring many, bring many benefits. And a hard work bring reward. May you be such. In the name of Jesus in the day in which we live. Wise words bring many benefits. May the benefits that are awaiting be released unto you in the name of Jesus. See, one of the things I have found, even when we are going through hard things, They are but nothing. They don't have effect. Because God never promised us that we won't go through hardship. He actually said that we will get things and with suffering. Whoever comes after him. Even in the suffering. We will be going through suffering and everybody else will see. But they don't have any effect. Let us cultivate godly ways because ways are serious. Praise the Lord. Let me continue by saying from First Peter chapter three, verse eight to twelve, and we will pray again. I believe that when the word of God comes. It is good to pray. Finally, all of you be of one mind. First Peter chapter three verse eight. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another. Love us brothers. Be tender-hearted, be courteous. 
not returning evil for evil or revealing for revealing, but on contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. May I repeat this place, especially the second bit of it. But on the contrary, blessing. On the contrary, bless, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. As you bless, because you've been called to bless, as you bless, people will be blessed. Praise the Lord. That you may inherit a blessing. As you bless people, you will be blessed yourself. But listen to the next one. For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. I'll come back to this. For he who would love life see good days. Let him refrain his tongue from evil. Brother, sister tonight, as we gather to hear the word of God, Do you want to see good days in your life? Would you really want to see good days in your life? There is something you need to do. Don't curse. Listen, if you even see men of God cursing, it's not your portion. Scripture never said that. In fact, the Bible says that bless your enemies. Anybody who blesses his enemy will see good days. Jesus had many enemies. But I never saw him cursing any one of them. We may have enemies. We don't need to curse them. We need to rather bless them. I will give you a testimony, another beautiful testimony. I had this distant auntie who sometimes, honestly, fancy woman, whose mouth can be very tough sometimes. Excuse me, just to give you an idea. I wouldn't want to speak this, but to give you an understanding. He, she's able to open her mouth and say, There, I will. There, it's written. This woman can release some serious, fancy, evil words. I heard her a lot of times. But by the grace of God, at that, at that time, I never had, because I knew her, I made sure. And for whatever reason, somehow, by the grace of God, I found favor in her eyes. But there was this day, she said something. I had sent her 
sent to school. And I think something happened. It's a long distance over 30 years. And I came and this woman said, there, I'll say, I will Abraham. And then she started, I stood there. What I remember is that I didn't do what she, she thought I had done. And started raising her voice. And I could see I was getting angry. But somehow, thanks be to God. I was overshadowed immediately by the Holy Ghost to say, don't do anything. Just pray for her. And I remember I was praying in my heart. I remember this clearly. And when I left her presence, out of that conviction, I said, Lord, I won't mention her name. I almost mentioned that. I said, Lord, this is my auntie Susan and so. If she was born again, she wouldn't do what she's doing. Father, I pray that you will save this woman and deliver her. And when I said that, not many years after, after we have parted, I have married and I was on my own, this woman got saved through the woman, woman aglow, women's, you know what I'm talking about. Fellowship. And I remember one day she saw me at the airport. When she saw me, she said, My son, you make us feel proud of you. Or say, Awinya. Matsi Wuzin. I feel so happy. I remember she speaking like that. Ah, today. You know, the fanti was just flowing. Tonight. What I want you to see in what I have told you is this. Assuming I cast her back, I wouldn't have this woman to be saved. Last week, at our Sunday school, at our home, sorry, in our Sunday school, at our home, Sunday school class. My wife said something that immediately entered my heart. She was explaining a question somebody has thrown, needed to be answered, and said, do you remember that as they were stoning Stephen, Paul was collecting the dresses and the clothes of the people so they can feel free to stone him properly. At a time that this man was being stoned, that he needed to have raised cares. He rather released prayer and said, Lord, don't lay this 
against their charge. Please forgive them. For they don't know what they are doing. When my wife said that and added that, out of that prayer, Saul was saved when he had now gone to collect authority to deal with the sins of God. As I sat down, as I was listening, I said, Lord, can you teach us how we can combat evil with righteousness? How we can deal with evil by good ways. Tonight, I want us to pray again. I want you to release prayer over the lives of certain individuals. I want you to release prayer over the life of this nation. Threatens. I want you to release prayer, good words over the life of the church of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father, we pray tonight, starting with the church of Jesus Christ. Lord, you are not coming for a church that is disdained, tainted. You are coming for a righteous church. Therefore we pray that Lord you will sanctify your church one more time. You will cleanse us from our sins Lord. Take away every spot. Every blame. Lord we admit that we have not lived right. We have been wicked. We have deceived. Please do this for us in the name of Jesus. Let your church be clothed with your righteousness one more time. And have mercy on us. We equally pray for our nation Ghana. Lord, we pronounce your blessings upon this land. We ask that, oh God, the deceptions that seem to be rising, Lord. Remove them from our way. And cause that truth and righteousness and goodness shall be our portion. Dear Father, we pray that you will heal this land one more time and show your mercy unto us and deliver us, O God. In the name of Jesus, Father in heaven, may your salvation come upon Ghana from the north to the south, the east to the west. Koba shakaboro tabasinkenke. Lord, let this nation be healed. Lord, deliver this nation. And now, Lord, have mercy upon this land. Lord, now we pray for all of our brothers. Lord, I pray specifically for some of the men that you have given to me. Those that are calling me father. Those that are calling me discipler. I release your blessings upon them. I pray that they will grow well. I pray that they will be nourished. I pray that they will increase in understanding and in your will. Lord, now I bring my own sons and daughters. If you are a brother, if you are a father, please release blessings upon your sons, upon your daughters. 
those daughters that you have given to me, biological and spiritual, I release your blessings upon them. I ask that you would increase them, Lord, and you will show them mercy. I ask that they will never fall or backslide. I pray that they will grow in grace and work strong in your spirit. I pray that they will be blessing their going and be blessing their coming. Lord, I come against sickness. They will never be affected by sickness and diseases. Infirmities will never be their portion. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I present every one of them to you tonight. And I present the entire church, Covenant Family Community Church, that you have so graciously put me here as a servant. I pray for all my comrades, the pastors, Lord. Bless each one of them. Grant unto them the supply of the Spirit. Give them the second eye and the discernment, O God. Let them walk worthy of you, Lord. Let them not lack knowledge and understanding of you. Let them not lack anything physical they need. In the name of Jesus, I pronounce blessings upon them. Lord, may you show your mercy. Oh God, unto everyone that stands with us. Oh, may we see good days. May we see justice and righteousness. May our children's children be blessed. Let none of them backslide. That all the days of their lives, they will enjoy your good hand. We bless you, Father, for these two days. And for the word of the Lord that you have brought to us. In understanding and with understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.